Hello everyone, this is Dustin from the Holy Ghost and Coffee Podcast. Hopefully you got your coffee brewed and poured, because I know I do. So just get ready, relax, and just listen to what God has in store for us today. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Holy Ghost and Podcast. Today we're going to be picking back up in James chapter 1. We're going to be doing... Verses 16 through 27. So if you have your Bibles with you, go ahead and let's get turned to that, get ready. Um, but first, I just I hope everyone had a great weekend, a great week, and having a great weekend so far that um, you're continuing what we studied last week and now able to uh, get ready to move into uh, what God has in store for us this week. Um, I'm also trying a new microphone. I'm going to see how this works out. We had a few technical difficulties starting out, but... Hopefully it will pick up and continue, and it'll work great. So let's go ahead and jump right in. If you have your Bibles, it's going to be James chapter 1, verses 16 through 27. I may have said 17 earlier now that I think about that. So, verse 16. Don't be deceived, my dearly loved brothers. Every generous act and every perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of lights, with him there is no variation or shadow cast by turning. By his own choice, he gave us a new birth by message of truth, so that we would be so that we would be the first fruits of his creatures. My dearly loved brothers, understand this. Everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For man's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and and evil excess humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save you but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man looking at his own face in a mirror for he looks at himself goes away and right away forgets what kind of man he was but the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and preserves in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer who acts, this person will be blessed in what he does. If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, but deceiving his heart, his religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before our God and Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. So, there's a lot going on right there. So, we're going we're gonna to break that down and, and talk about it a little bit. So... We see in verses, in verse 16 through 17, every generous and perfect gift is from above. Also, don't be received by fellow men who are not followers of Christ. I think we oftentimes let people that aren't followers of Christ kind of determine the way we do things and we kind of blend in and follow, kind of follow with the world. So don't be deceived. Um, no matter what you see on social media, what you see on the news, what you see... It's don't be deceived by those that aren't followers of Christ. Um, so let's let's focus on that, you know, because I think that is that's very important. I think we see uh, everyone on social media, their life. Look what they have. Look, they have this. I don't. So I think we need to to not get caught up in that. Don't play. Don't be caught up in the social media i think everyone wants to act like their life is better than it is that my life's better than you but so i really like about that matthew west song truth be told if you haven't heard it check it out 
it it it's really good. I think it um it applies to a lot of people. So um I have a verse here. Isaiah chapter 60 is what it is. I'm pulling it up. I'm using my Kindle to search things, so bear with me for a second. So Isaiah chapter 60 verses 19 and 20. The sun shall no longer be your light by day, nor for brightness shall the moon give light to you. But the Lord will be to you an everlasting light, and God your glory. Your sun shall no longer go down, nor shall your moon withdraw itself. For the Lord will be your everlasting light, and these days of mourning shall be ended. So, we see they're talking about light. As, we're, as we were talking about, every perfect gift comes from God. So when you see the good, it's coming from God. So as we see, God is light. Light equals good. Light equals God. And light is good. God is good. So it states that there's no variation, no shadow cast. God will always be light. So when we are receiving, when things are going good, I think um, a lot of us are guilty, but when, when things are going good, we get caught up in it. We kind of forget our faith. Everything's going good. I don't need to pray. I don't need to worry about everything. And that's honestly, I think, is just is or I don't think I know it's just as important then as it is when things aren't going well. He is God gives and God takes away. So when there is good, there is light. That is God. So we need to focus on on what's good and know that where it comes from. So as we move into verse 18. So verse 18, let me get my Bible back here with this laptop and microphone set up. I got a lot going on here. So we read in verse 18. By his own choice, he gave us a new birth by the message of truth so that we would be the first fruits of his creatures. So he, has, he gave us the choice. The choice by him was given. And it's up to us to choose what he's given us. Because he has given us a choice to have a new birth by his message of truth. This new birth is accepting Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. That is the choice we have been given. We, it's all up to us individually to make that choice. Uh, God can't make that choice for us. He puts it all in front of us. And then it's up to us to make that choice. So the new birth is accepting Jesus as our personal Savior and being born again through him. That is the only way to start over in you is to accept Jesus and be born through him. That's the only way that we're going to be able to wash away our past, to wash away our sins and move on. And this is the only way to start fresh. This is the only way that that's going to happen. So we have to accept the choice he's given us. That'll be the best decision you've ever made as a, as a person, as a Christian, as a man, a woman, child, whatever it is. We must make that decision to follow Christ. That is, before we can be who we need to be as Christians, we have to make that decision. So I pray today that you, that you take that step. So verse 19, my dearly beloved, my dearly loved brothers, understand this. Everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For man's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and evil excess, humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save you. So I think we, we've heard, I've always heard, be slow to speak and slow to anger. 
quick to hear, quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. I've always heard that younger, but I never, I guess I never really realized that that was a Bible verse, honestly. I just always thought that was what people told us, um, to save us from getting in trouble, to keep us from getting ourselves in situations we don't need to be in. So, but here we see in James that that is coming from God. That is actually God telling us that, that we should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So we have to focus on that. So we must hear God's word and apply it to our mind and understand it. We must not speak according to our own opinions of men and run into... I mean, we're, we're going to run into trouble when we let our actions in the moment, our mind, take over what's going on around us. We as as human creatures, that's that's what we do. And, and it's tough. It's difficult. So we have we can't run into the heat and the passion of the moment. And I'm not saying, you know, someone just random stranger slaps your kid. I need to not get mad. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about whether it's with friends, family, spouse, whatever it is. Um, I, I try to work on this daily. Me and my wife daily, we talk about our communication and we're, we try to continue and grow our communication because as humans, if we're not communicating the way we're supposed to communicate, it's going to create issues. And I think I feel like every argument, any disagreement, any situation that me and my wife have ever really ran into in our marriage it really at the root a lot of it is it's communication we our communication was lacking we didn't communicate with each other the way we should we whether it's our body language our tone whatever it is we didn't we weren't where we needed to be so message received is not always the same as message sent so and that's what that's saying here we need to stop and think before we act, whether it's at work, whether we're the homeless person you see on at the red light that's trying to ask you for money. You know, it's very easy to tell them, hey, go get a job. Hey, you could be working instead of standing here, whatever it is. But that is not the Christian thing to do. It is, um, it is, is the, the whole WWJD, I think it really goes back to that, like we said before. What would Christ do? So let's stop. Let's think about this. And and I'm I've been trying to work on this a lot myself lately. Uh, and and I agree, it's difficult. It is. It's not something that comes natural to us as humans. But for my marriage, my relationship, it has really is. Me and my wife have talked about this, discussed this. It's amazing at what, how our day, how everything changes when we stop and focus on these communication. And that's what this is. So as, as we saw last episode about trials, we must use this in our trials as well. We can't, whatever the trial is, we, we must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. I mean, it's a test. This is, God is, he's testing us when we're in our trials. And this is, I feel, part of the test is how are we handling it? Are we quick to anger? Are we quick to speak? And we're not, we don't want to listen. We just want to do what we want to do. So I think, as we go through trials, that we should take this approach in our trials. Because as we heard last week, we're going to have trials. So we need to practice moving forward, 
this to help with our trials or we will never we'll never be able to get through our trials the way we need to so it's very important that that we focus on this so in verse 20 man's anger does not accomplish god's righteousness james advises us to get rid of all that is wrong and evil and accept salvation it is the only thing that can save us so we have someone from biblical times here and off the top of my head, I don't know the exact time frame of James. Um, I apologize for not kind of researching that to tell you. But we have someone who is telling us, hey, this is the only way that you can be saved from eternal damnation and spend an eternity in heaven. If We have to accept salvation. If we don't accept salvation, then... If, we're, if we are believers of Christ and we are not accepting salvation, then our religion is pointless. What we have as Christians, are, it's pointless. So we have to accept salvation. So as we go to verses 22 through 25, moving on here. But doers of the word... But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man looking at his own face in a mirror. He looks at himself, goes away, and right away forgets what kind of man he was. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and preserves in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who acts, this person will be blessed in what he does. And key word will be blessed. I think we all... We all want to be blessed by God. We all want to be in in His will and get blessed. And I think this is a perfect example. To be blessed, you have to be a doer, not a hearer. Um, I, I, I'll raise my hand and say I am very guilty of being a hearer a lot of times, whether it's spiritually, whether it's at work, whether it's in my personal relationships, whatever it is, we get caught up in hearing. We get caught up in hearing and not doing what we should. So, hearing the word is pointless if we're not doing it, though. If you go to church every Sunday, the preacher's telling you this, you're doing a Bible study or a podcast, whatever it is, and you're just hearing and not doing, then it's pointless. We're, we're only fooling ourselves. Because God knows our heart. He knows our mind. He knows our intentions. So, we have to stay focused on what we're doing and be intent on what we're doing. Like I said, we're only fooling ourselves. So, as Christians, we must be doers. And, and Christ has called us to act, not just listen. Um, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 21 says, For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy command delivered to them. If you hear noise going on in the background, I'm, my wife and son's in there playing Nintendo Switch while so I walked out to the building. So I'm going to read that again. 2 Peter Chapter 2, verse 21. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy command delivered to them. And that's God saying this. That isn't me. That isn't a preacher. This is the word of God. This is God telling them. It would have been better for you to have never heard the command than turn back from it. And I have good news, but yet bad news. If you're listening to this and you just heard this, you have now heard it. And no, you have heard 
It is better to not have known than to known and turned away. Well, you know. So now it's up to you to make that decision. Are you going to be a doer? Are you going to turn from the holy command? That kind of slaps you in the face a little bit right there. Um, that's, that's a verse that always in any time where I've just kind of felt down and out, something's going on, struggling. And then I read this and I'm like, wow, I know better. And here I am. I know I shouldn't do that. Here I am. I turn my back from the holy command. And, and it just honestly, this keeps me in check. It really does. So hopefully with you, it will, you know, it kind of it kind of rings home. Hey, I need to be doing, not just hearing. So now you, you've heard it. So we must be doers. I'm calling you to be a doer. I am challenging you to be a doer, not a hearer, just as you challenge me to be a doer, not a hearer. We should challenge every Christian, everyone we run into, to be a doer, not just a hearer, because not only is it going to help us along the way, it's going to help all Christians. We're going to help each other. It's going to be something that we all depend on each other with, and we have we need to lean on each other, and we must challenge each other and not get comfortable. We have to continue to be doers. So I challenge you this week and moving forward to be a doer. So as we move to verses 26 through 27, this will be the last two verses for this week. If anyone thinks he is, he is religious without controlling his tongue but deceiving his heart, his religion is useless. Come on, I'm going I'm to let you think about that one as I read it again. If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue but deceiving his heart, his religion is useless. So how many people can say their tongue is not controlled? Hmm. I feel like a lot of people's hand would have went up right there. But if anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, but deceiving his heart, his religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before our God and Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Unstained by the world. We can't let we can't let the world stain us and ruin us from what we're set out to do by God. So in verse twenty seven, right there we, we see talking about the orphans. So just so people understand more what's happening here. So in the first century orphans and widows had very little means of economic support. There was they didn't have a lot of support. It was they were left to defend for themselves. So unless a family member was willing to care for them, they were reduced to either begging or selling themselves as slaves or basically they were going to starve to death. So by people, the Christians caring for these people at the time, it was them choosing to put God's word into place. It wasn't just a here. They were being doers. So what they were doing is they were giving with no hope of receiving anything in return. They were doing it by the goodness of their heart to these people. And that was showing what it truly means to serve someone is by you're giving and not expecting anything. So when we give with no hope of receiving in return, that's, that's truly what it means to, to serve others. So we have, to, we have to help and give with that in mind. We have to be able to, to give and not expect anything in return. 
because they we don't we don't we're not owed anything we're doing what god has called us to do so and then so to me that was that was that was just big so moving forward i say that to i don't know how it applies to you maybe it's and I'm not saying if a family member saying, "Hey, I need a thousand dollars," well, here I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. Don't give it back. That that's not what I'm saying. So I don't want you to think I'm saying you give your money away because, you know, we have to put our family, make sure our family is fed and clothed. But if there's a way we can help others who need the help, we should help. That is what God has called us to do. And I think of the Joy acronym. If you listen to the, if you're in this area, the Joy FM, you'll hear one of the preachers come on and talks and that's and the acronyms been around forever of joy jesus first then others then you j-o-y jesus others you and that is what's true happiness is and you know and i think we all are we're all selfish at times but if i notice if i do things for my wife whether it's like just she likes to go walking she wears headbands at work go walking hiking we like to go so i ordered her some headbands and, you know, just seeing her face, how she's like, oh, I love these headbands. They're so pretty. I, I, she goes in the mirror, looks at it. Like, to me, that warms my heart, seeing that, hey, you know, I I did something for her. So, and I know that's just something small, but do stuff for other people. I think our heart really does find joy when we do things for other people and, and do things for not family. Just um, when I lived in Charleston, South Carolina one time, uh, what I did was I kept when they would have fleece blankets for sale at Walmart for uh, two or three bucks a piece, I guess what they were. I would go spend about twenty or thirty dollars on blankets, and any time I was ever out in the wintertime and I would see homeless people, I would give them a blanket because I cannot imagine being out in that cold and not being able to stay warm. I I despise being cold, so I could not imagine. Um, you know, there was people that would be parked outside asking for food. Um, I'd go buy a loaf of bread, and I'd get to buy the, if you remember, the peanut butter. I don't even know if they still make it. The peanut butter and the jelly in the jar together in a case of water and take out to them. So it's just little things like that. You don't have to give hundreds of dollars. It's just little things. Just show them that, hey, I'm going to do what I can to help you, and I'm going to I'm gonna do something for you. So do for others. Do for others. And you will see, you will see a huge, just a huge relief and just a joy come from being able to do that. So, um, that's pretty much all for today. Um, I hope someone out there needed this. I hope it reaches you. I hope you're able to take what you heard and apply it as I challenge you to be doers, not hearers, just as I'm going to challenge myself, my family. You know, we need to be doers because that's what, as Christians, that's what that's how we should be. We should be doers. That's what uh, God, if you, if you read any of the Bible, the miracles, Jesus wasn't doing the miracles for himself. He was healing the lepers, the blind, the, the deaf, dumb, crippled, whatever it was. He was doing miracles for them. I think the big, the as we see all the miracles in the Bible, 
that Jesus was able to do. But then he died on a cross. All he had to do was, what, snap his fingers, say a word, and it was stopped. But he did another miracle. He performed another miracle for us. And that was by dying for us so that our sins, so that we can spend eternity with him. So that's how we need to live our life as Christians. We need to model it after what Jesus did in, in his time and what he commands us to do. So be doers, not hearers. I, I can't emphasize that enough. Like I said, I challenge you to do that, to do to do things for others, to whether it's someone you see at work that may be struggling, whatever it is, whatever, whenever you heard this, whatever came to your mind, I pray that you have the strength, courage, wisdom to apply that, to take it and do something for them, whether it's, hey, you look like you needed a meal today, or here, I got you a call, whatever it is, do that for someone. Is, and and I challenge you, and I'm and I'm gonna be the same. So, in verses 26 through 27, I kind of got ahead of myself. I just want to talk about this a little bit. So, let me read what it says. So, and I think it's the King James version, maybe, because I read from the Holman Christian Standard. So, as we read. Uh, you'll see the word vain pop up several times to not to not do in vain and we do not want to have a vain religion and vain is showing excessive high excessively high opinion of one's appearance abilities or worth or or just being useless that is when you hear vain don't be vain don't don't be useless pretty much so our religion can't be vain if we're hearing and not doing we're pretty much having a vain religion we have to we have to be very transparent as christians and let them be able to see what who we are see into our heart that hey i'm doing this because i love you and i care so we can't be vain we don't need a flashy religion but a true meaningful religion if you're standing out on the corner saying, hey, look at me, I'm about to give $100 to this homeless guy, you're doing it for the wrong reason. If you're praying every night before you go to bed that I want to win the lottery, well, as soon as I win this money, God, I will I will give to the church. As soon as I get this, if I, you can just let me win this lottery, I will I will give it to the church. But I, I, But I can't do it until I get the money. That's not how that works. And there is a Bible verse for that. And I'm going to look it up right now because I was not as prepared as I should have been. And um, you, you, that's vain. You cannot be vain. Nobody wants to see flashy. Um, I think you see a lot of the people, whether it's on YouTube that just kind of flash, hey, look, I started following God, now I'm, I'm a millionaire, no, that's, that's not, we're not, you're not in the Christian religion to get rich, that's, now I'm not saying, no, people that 
are preachers or have started foundations, whatever, and they have money that they're wrong. No, that's not what I'm saying. But we can't use it just to make money if that's not really where our heart and mind's at. So, right here, Luke 16, 10, I think is where it's at. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have little and aren't doing what you should with the little you have, it says God will not trust you to do with a lot. So so focus on that moving forward that what can I do with what I have? Don't, well, if I had this, if I had that, no. What can I do with what I have? Pray that God will show you what you can do with what you have. Um, like me, you know, I started this, this podcast just so I could kind of wit- just witness to people um, tell my Bible study and help and I have a computer that I already had and I started with a $10 microphone that's it and I'm trying to reach people I'm not going out buying me a studio um, can't afford it and I'm not that's I'm just doing what I can with what I have and that's what I'm that's what I'm doing I'm just I'm trying to help in what way I can and I, I challenge you just just to be be generous with what you have and you will be blessed so an intimate relationship that is what we need not flashy vein and the man who has a detracting tongue cannot have a truly gracious humble heart if you can't control your tongue and your your tongue is vile and ugly this that's going to be a reflection of your heart a reviling tongue will prove a man a hypocrite. If your tongue says one thing and then you try to go out and do another, you're going to be a hypocrite. You must be able to have a true intimate relationship and be humble and generous. So, I challenge you, don't be vain. Be a doer and, and control your tongue. Don't go bad-mouthing people. Um, Don't be the gossip guy at work, at the lunch table, in the break room. And think before you speak and ask. And if God was sitting here with me, would I say this? Because let me tell you, he is. He's everywhere. He hears you. So if if that's you today, I pray that you're able to control that and, and move forward. And like I said, you've heard it. So... It is better to have never known than to known and turned away, and you've heard it today. So now there is no excuse. When If you decide to turn away, there's no excuse now. So takeaways from today. There's five, and like I said, I never put these in any certain order. God is light. All good comes from him, and avoid darkness. If there's darkness, it's kind of like the, the Lion King movie. Anything the light touches is ours, but the shadows stay away. Well, that that's this. Um, my mom's always told me nothing good happens after midnight. And as I've got older, I have come to believe that is true. So avoid the darkness. Stay in the light. God is light. God is good. So to receive new birth, takeaway two, to receive new birth and start new, we must choose salvation. To start fresh as a Christian and move forward in your relationship with Christ, you have to you have to be born again. You have to accept that salvation. To spend eternity with Jesus, you have to accept salvation. 
excuse me, you have to accept salvation. Number three, be doers, not just hearers, be doers. I know I harked on that a lot, so I'm not going to go into it you know, more right now on you. Just be a doer. Just, just every day wake up with the intent to be a doer. And I pray and I hope you pray that God gives you the strength, knowledge, wisdom, and courage to be a doer, not just a hearer. Uh, number four, quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. I know we talked on that a lot. Just think, process, and what would Jesus do, and then move forward. Then number five, do not be vain, be meaningful. Don't have a vain religion. Be thoughtful and be generous with what you have and what you do, and just continue to to seek God's will in, in whatever it is you choose to do. I pray that God blesses you, and you should pray that he gives you the wisdom in the words to say so we know what to do in that situation so probably about to hear squeak shutting the door here so i challenge you to be a doer and to not be vain slow to speak or slow to <laughs> quick to he- listen slow to speak and slow to anger God, i got tongue tied on that one so that's all i have for today i hope you're able to take that apply it use it to whoever needs it um like i said share the Share the podcast, um, social media, whatever it is. Um, put it just so we can reach them, so we can reach people. That's um, that's the way we that's the way we impact the world as Christians is reaching people. And I think with today's technology, even though there's so much bad that can be on there, this is a way to use it for the good to to share and reach people that we might not would ever be able to reach. Is um is I can check the analytics on the podcast when I get on and look and I've as I'm here in Georgia in the United States and there's people in in Africa I don't I don't remember the country exactly that has listened to the podcast and I think that is amazing that somewhere someone is listening to this that I would never ever in a million years be able to reach and I think that is absolutely amazing that that's happening. So um, I know God's going to use us, this podcast, for big things. And I'm glad y'all could be a part of it. So I hope y'all have a good week, a good weekend, as we get ready to go to church tomorrow and wind down our weekend before the work week starts again. So I'm just going to pray for us, and then we'll be out of here. So God, thank you for allowing us to come together to just hear what you've had for us this week. God, I just pray that you continue to bless us and so many ways that we are undeserving but yet you continue to do it and we thank you god i pray that you give us the strength wisdom knowledge courage to know what we need to do to know your will to be doers and not just hearers only and god i pray that we are quick to listen slow to speak slow to anger and that we're able to just do your will and what you would have us to do i just pray that you keep us warm and safe as this wintery cold front has moved through parts of the country i pray that you touch those that have been blessed or i pray that you bless those that's been affected by it and i just pray that um, you're able to help them and that we're able to help in whatever way that we can as christians but most of all as we just continue to pray and be generous with what we can we thank you for everything god and it's in your name we pray amen so once again thank y'all and i hope to see you hope won't see you but hopefully y'all tune in next week god bless y'all Thank you.